Welcome to Catharist Podcast, where we are. Mmm, oh so pure. We've been abstaining from all sorts of intoxicants. Um, I am, you know, just downright holy. Uh, I'm Val, and this is Serena. Hello, hello, my name is Serena. And uh, in a bit we'll have a special guest. Um, You will not get to find out who it is until they join us or you could just look at the title of the episode that, yeah but you can do that too it's i do feel that counts as a cheat sheet of some sort um <laughs> anyway we've 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 had a wonderful week in some so very wonderful some important events here in the u.s um for example i am currently dilating and i should really stop um i think this is some form of exhibitionism and i apologize for exposing y'all to that but i will wear clothes this time i swear to god um that's a little bit of an upgrade from the last episode yeah I will say yeah that. i'm i'm wearing lots of clothes um how many how uh, many articles of clothing are you wearing i cannot count i got a music degree and i can't count one two three four Four, five, five articles of clothing. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, this, unfortunately, based on my clothing habits, leaves me roughly half naked because I layer far too much. But uh, you know, it's the thought that counts, right? <laughs> I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I had to I had to take my sweatshirt off because today has just been. I'm out here in uh, in northeast Texas for the listeners who are unaware, and the the weather out here has just been really strange recently. It was pouring down rain earlier this morning. It was in like the 70s, and then after the rain, it dropped down to like you know low 50s, high 40s, and now it's back up to the 70s again, all in one day. So I had to take off my hoodie, which you know, not exactly a third world issue, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, here. Uh... I can't see through the blinds right now, but it's 4.30 p.m., and between 4 and 5, we were supposed to have the beginnings of a giant snowstorm here in Chicago. Oh. Um, so we've set the alarms for work a little bit early tomorrow. Um, it'll be fun. So you'll be waking up at 3 instead of 3.15 or something uh, like that? Actually, work is at 3.15, so my alarm is at one twenty-five by the looks of it. Oh my heavens. So you're, I mean, frankly, you're you're just about to go to bed. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have a nice little episode here and we'll go to bed. Um, which... Yeah, for the listeners, it's 4.30 p.m. right now. Yeah, I... Welcome to Night Shift, everyone. The powers of capital are, are as they are. Um, honestly, this would be necessary regardless of our economic situation as shipping just kind of, you, you got to take that time. Um, the ship, the delivery needs to be done during the day for normal people. And so it needs to be prepared during the night. And that's my job. Wonderful. It sounds like an interesting job. It, it does. I I should ask you more about it. Maybe we could do an episode <laughs> about career fields or something. Yeah. But although that would be, I don't know. Maybe it would be boring. I don't think it would be boring. I think it would be fun. We could cause the uh, eighth or ninth or whatever. I've lost track at this point. Uh, 
trans person to follow me into a lucrative career at UPS with the union, but uh, I feel like I shouldn't be talking about that. There's probably oh, some yeah, co- yeah, company the, uh, what? policy. The, the what? I didn't hear anything. Uh, yeah, anyway. Did, did, I, <laughs> whatever um, it was that we were talking about, yeah. Unions are great, everybody. Um, unions are great. <laughs> they give you security. I will job. not be public. I will not be publicizing my opinion on unions on this podcast. Well, that gets into <laughs> some uh, some deeper analysis there. But uh, there are there, no, there, I, I love them. <laughs> I love being in one. Um, my wife would point out that they are actually in some ways potentially counterproductive to the main cause of revolution uh, complicated stuff kind of a band-aid yes a band-aid indeed which can distract you from actually addressing a deeper issue by making it not as bad uh it's complicated there are dynamics to that anyway um as always <laughs> speaking of liberalism oh boy uh, on <laughs> Here we go. Tuesday or whatever it was, we had um, someone's grandfather, I assume, uh, brought in... Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg's grandfather brought in... <laughs> um, oh, no, it was, I believe... Joe... Joe... Grandpa Joe. Jordan... Jordan... <laughs> Be- Beater... Be- Biter... Biterman. Yeah, he... um in what was widely described as something that could have been done over email um, (laughs) rather than through a meeting. Uh, He brought in his, I believe his great-grandparents Dewey Rems Bible in a move pleasing to the Catholics who have very mixed feelings about him and got himself sworn in as the the CEO, I believe it is, of the U.S., uh, yes, 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 that's correct. The CEO, the, yes. the CEO executive officer. <laughs> yes. Um, one thing you'll note about CEO executive officers is that they take surprisingly few trips to the automated teller machine. Sweet. Shit. The ATM <laughs> teller machine. The ATM. T- <laughs> oh, you were trying for it. Oh, no. Uh, but yeah. It's been been fun to sit and watch the uh, Catholics be incredibly lukewarm about him. Um, as he... Yeah, because he decided to, you know, he and Kamala decided to run on the, we're Catholics and we're also pro-choice, hmm. which is a very interesting platform, if you ask me. Yeah, uh, a year or so, I... Time has become completely meaningless since the advent of the plague. Wow, I <laughs> got really death metal there for a second. Anyway. Uh, yeah, you really... That was a... <laughs> I mean, can we please get a band called that? Advent the advent of the, of the It's a little too long. Uh, I don't know. Album title, perhaps. Anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Time has become meaningless since the advent of the plague, so I do not recall exactly when it was that uh, our Lord and Savior, Joseph Biden, was refused... <laughs> refused communion at a local catholic church that he was passing through for being actively pro-choice um really yeah that was oh my gosh that is some tea so uh, 
definitely been seeing some mixed posting about that. Um, the Dewey Rems is a classic, very respectable Catholic translation, even though it is significantly based on the King James, which is a flagrantly Protestant. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, of course, the idea of translating it all was to... We're getting out of Reformation here, I suppose. Anyway, um... <sighs> well, yeah. So I don't know what else. Uh, what else do we have on this one? Let me see. It's, it's been really interesting. Uh, it, wasn't it like wrapped in plastic or something? It looked very strange when I saw the image. I did not get a close-up look at it. I was. I think it was shimmering in some sort of otherworldly manner. Perhaps it was the blessing of the Lord. I, I can only assume that that's a reasonable guess. Um. As we all know, that creepy old men is exactly what God wants running the country. Countries are also it exactly seems... what God wants. Definitely lots of countries. Yes, yes. Um, Nation, state, dynamics especially, are actually in the Bible. Yes, and if they can have as many languages as possible, that's <laughs> what I believe God was shooting for at the, at the creation. <sighs> yes, we are a young Earth creationist podcast, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> the Earth was formed by the Lord about six to ten thousand years oh, I was, ago. I thought it was six to ten years ago. Six to ten <laughs> hundred years six ago. Six to ten days ago. Years ago. Um. I mean, there's always la- There's always that weird thing that people talk about called last Thursdayism. Which is like, well, what if we were just created here, like, last Thursday, but we were created with all of the memories of the past already existent? So there's really no way to tell how long the world's actually That's existed. actually one of my fun, I don't know whether to call it a mental issue or what. Um, mm. At some point, I lost the ability to believe in the uh, static nature of, oh, you know, physics, etc. Um, I, I think we all have to get there. Uh, yeah, I, I remember some traumatic dreams in which a person or persons in position of reality altering power. Uh, were rewriting reality from scratch every minute or two and deliberately leaving me remembering it to fuck with me. Which... That's crazy. That's some deep uh, dream analysis fodder right there, but it's, it's more or less stuck with me. Yeah, have you considered seeing a Jungian? I have not. I've not considered uh, following Dasha Nefisova's... Okay, shut up. Shut up. I want to appear original. (laughs) But I forget that you've listened to that exact episode. (laughs) I have, in fact, despite having some deliberate Jung reference inked on my body, never, ever considered it seriously associating with followers of you uh wow yeah well 
I think that, you know, one of my favorite people to apparently reference often on this podcast, Dr. Jordan Peterson, has really done a poor job of representing the ideas of Jung in a modern modern context. He, he basically, I don't know if he's ever read Jung. I, I really don't, I have a lot of doubts as to how well read he is in any philosopher or anybody. <laughs> He doesn't really seem to know about anything that he talks about. Frankly, I'm not sure he that he just makes things up as he goes. Read enough fantasy books for the uh, dragon stories that I've heard, but um, no, no, probably not. Maybe he's he may have only read, uh, you know, in in keeping with his transphobia, he may have read the Harry Potter series, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I feel like he would have gotten a deeper attachment to dragons than that <laughs> uh, perhaps women are i have dragons. not read them so i don't even know how many dragons there are in there uh, some number but they are treated as somewhat lovable <laughs> that's good yeah that's good well, I, i'm, a fan I'm of all that. in favor of having a positive image of both women and dragons as we are as Jordan Peterson would rightly point out the same thing. We are servants of the dragon of chaos, or... The dragon of chaos, yes. yes. The, uh, the dragon of chaos. Uh, oh my god! The, that's the thing about, um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if I could do it, if I could say things better, like, I have his voice down pat. You've like, gotta I get really the dialogue. Do, but I do. Um, post... Postmodern neo Marxism is it's it's really overrunning our schools. I mean, if you look at these kids, they're it's 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 so sad. I mean, these young men, they're they don't know what they're doing. I, I, okay, that, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Uh, Next news story. <laughs> um, in, are you still in shock? Deeply. Uh, Though I am reminded of the time that I, there was a running joke that I, I could not tell you how it started. That my all of my sexual needs were completely satisfied by hearing the voice of Zizek, and oh, oh yes, would, oh what a king! I would get uh, my partner at the time and one of my other lovers to do Zizek impressions at length and I would simply moan at them because I am <laughs> an incorrigible degenerate <laughs> um, of oh, the worst I caliber. wish I could do I wish I could do a good Zizek impression because his voice is just fantastic Yeah, uh, I, I will say I, I had a dichotomy with those two uh, one of them was very good at the content and okay at the voice, and the other one was very good at the voice, but needed some guiding with the content. It was, it was fun. It was, it was a good time. Uh, That's good, though. I mean, at least they both had... Yeah. They both had part of it going for them. I don't really have either. I, I think I'm much better with the voice than the content for, for Jordan That Peterson. was honestly terrifying. Hey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um... We'll see how it sounds over the recording. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see if it sounds even better, like on the, on the mic. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, that's what I was hearing. It was frightening, but we'll, we'll see what your opinion is. Um, uh, 
I mean, important news stories. Uh, yes. You did bring up the fact that Bernie Sanders was in fact sitting in a chair. With the most adorable mittens you've ever darn seen, of course. Uh, I, once again, going back to people's reactions to political events, I... The fact that some of us were forced to read people angrily denouncing the fact that uh, an adorable cranky grandpa was being memed while uh, various women were well-dressed and not grasping that women being well-dressed in a professional situation is boring and cranky grandpas are hilarious. Um, Oh, yes. Reminder... He wasn't even apparently cranky. I think, I think he was cold. Uh, he, he was talking about he was this. Cold. He was just cold. Yeah. He lo- he really was just cold. He was bundled right up. Um, oh, yeah. A reminder to our listeners that Bernie Sanders, as well as uh, being deeply opposed to open borders and invested in the maintenance of the nation state, did in fact uh, support the FOSTA-SESTA law that not only endangered but in fact killed a number of sex workers almost all of whom are women and many of whom are trans democrats are not your friends even if they say they're socialists thank you for the reminder i think it is one that we would all do well to be wary of nothing is good ever you can never enjoy things (laughs) (laughs) speaking of which i i I had some fun personal adventures with my refusal to enjoy things uh recently i i got double called out i got called out from two different sides um i was attacked by okay that's not fair. I attacked True Scum and was therefore called out by True Scum. And then uh, some other people who hate True Scum accused me of being True Scum because they don't like me. Good times. Should we go ahead and yes. just go ahead and define True Scum in case there are any listeners who are unfamiliar with I the I assume there's at least one cis person. Reminder that cis means not trans. Uh, who might listen right. to this abomination and uh, for them true scum is a piece of internal trans politicking terminology um, it is a movement of people who really really just want to be picked by the cis they want to be the good trans people the good trans want to be the like right an easy kind. example right uh we already mentioned her and i really feel quite bad about it because she does not need any more of a platform but blair white is a very classic example yes of a large uh true scum public figure uh one of the core approaches of true scum is what's called trans medicalism which is the idea that um being trans is in fact a medical condition that needs to be properly diagnosed and treated by uh medical professionals which comes 
with the confusing dichotomy of saying that, oh, it's a medical condition that's essential to who you are and just needs to be treated, and somehow also treating people as not actually trans unless they have received appropriate medical transitioning treatment. So you have to be absolutely trans, and you're also not trans until you are medically treated. Um, exactly. The, and exactly. Uh, aside from trans medicalism, this also tends to result in treating non-binary people as not a real thing or fake trans. These people are trans people who particularly like to call on the myth of the transgender. Well, I'm sure there is someone who is simply deranged out there. Mm, the vast majority of people dealing with being trans, and not to say that there aren't some people who have some struggle and, you know, process that they have to go to and may end up deciding that transitioning is not right for them, etc. But the vast majority of people keep their fucking mouths shut until they are fucking sure. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's honestly ridiculous. Uh, unless, so. of course, they are young. And that's the thing. That's one of the things about the whole transgender concept is I mean, I combat those people by essentially saying, and when I say those people, I mean people who are anti-transgender. <laughs> I basically say, well, what the fuck issue is there with some kid experimenting with their identity and their affect and their personality? Like, that's, yeah. how is that problematic? It's, it's not exactly, statistically speaking, like a sign of societal degeneracy. I mean, unless you want it to be, I guess. I don't know. What do you think? There, I, there's a lot of concern trolling about, oh no, what if they go on HRT, a hormone replacement therapy, and mm -hmm. and it uh, uh, it it sterilizes them, or or they they get carried away and cut off their important reproductive organs, and it's. <laughs> there's a lot of weird creepy shit overthinking reproduction of teenagers and really re it's get your priorities together honestly this is a call out <laughs> this is a call out to uh, no no but you you know what you need to you know what you need to tell me and tell the audience of course is tell me about the situation now that we've talked about what true scum is tell me about what was the situation because oh. we're going to call this a news story uh, yes what is the, what is the news? news what is the tea with canceled. valerie <laughs> uh, i i couldn't rightly recall actually what the details of the situation were um but i got fed up with arguing with true scum and called them true scum and blocked at least one of them and so this led to them raging about me uh immediately followed up with the uh, unrelated an attack on people using neo pronouns which is to say pronouns other than he she or they 
because we must keep language as static as possible. Yes, there's no such thing, and there never shall be such thing as a linguistic evolution. No, it's against the rules. Um, I am actually speaking Proto-Indo-European right now. Um, pie, which is delicious. One of these days, someone's going to break my neck. Uh, I hope. I d- <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, I live many states away, so... Yeah, it'll have to be someone closer, or someone potentially providing you with budget for breaking my neck. Um, shout out to anyone listening who wants to provide Serena with a budget to come break my neck. Uh, what are your best e-payment forms? Do you have a cash app or a Venmo? I, yes, I have cash app. Yes, if anybody would like to cash app me, you can cash app me at Linear Momentum. Nice. Is there a space or an underscore in there? Nothing. Perfect. Just those two cash words. Cash app Linear baby. Momentum and just leave a note saying that you want Serena to break my neck. And we'll, we'll work on it. We'll see what kind I'll of budget probably we probably just up. use it to buy protein powder so that I can get more muscular so that I will be better prepared to break Valerie's neck at some point in the future. Absolutely. Very responsible. Um, <laughs> I think I have some expired protein powder of my own from when I subsisted entirely on protein. Good times. Sounds good. Sounds like uh, my life. Except not really. I do eat a, a fairly varied diet. Yeah, it was... Try to stay pretty heavy on the protein. It was pretty good except for the uh, digestive system. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we can, uh, yeah, we can avoid that. <laughs> I mean, unless you really want to get into it, then we'll yeah, be, I'll be I mean, glad that's, to. Yeah, that's, that's, that's quite all right. Um, Did we have any other news topics that we wanted to cover? I think that's, that's the main stuff. Um, oh, you mentioned trans people being allowed in the military. That's, that's, oh, I feel like. What a joyous occasion. I'm so excited that I can now be, uh. I'm so glad that, that that the new administration has reversed that terrible thing, and, and now I can be drafted into fighting in foreign wars for oil again. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. Personally, I'm looking forward to more poor tra- trans people being exploited because they have no other opportunities and put into a situation yes. that will start with brainwashing, um, likely not only mental, emotional, but physical abuse, and quite possibly sexual abuse, with yes. the uh, end goal of, um, um, oh yes, upholding the power of American capital in the world. It's going to be marvelous, and not only that, I, I think that, and you know, to, to step out of my uh, sarcastic tone, I, I think that it's it's, it's depressing in a lot of ways. One of the ways is that I really do think that trans people are going to start going into the military yes. again for exactly the reason that you just said, because yeah. many trans people are quite poor. And you know what? All the military really has to do is, first of all, provide the very thorough benefits that they already do. And then they could, just as a little cherry on top, but also as a, you know, as honestly as a really big motivator provide transgender health care yeah 
that, and they could do that because they have a fucking enormous budget. Most health insurance plans do cover it. Um, sometimes they do it in strange ways. Uh, I will say my HRT is billed as medication for endocrine disorder not specified. Hmm. Speaking of which, I have to remember to inject estradiol. Remind me. Put uh, that on the yeah. Put that on the calendar <laughs> for uh, whatever time o'clock you prefer. Yeah, taking care of my body is a fun adventure, as it is for all of us. An ongoing battle to survive the ravages of fleshly incarnation. Um, yes. Wouldn't it be preferable if we could just go ahead and transition? A little bit of a pun hey. there, actually. Transition to our future heavenly bodies which i am frankly very ready to acquire of the substance ready that to Paul described those. as pneuma uh, <laughs> oh you know more than Paul. i do in that case <laughs> uh, he said what did paul say he said a lot of very notable things and he said gay people are bad if i'm not mistaken that's entirely unclear he may have been saying that origins are bad or pedophilia is pedophilia bad. um yeah i believe the leviticus bit is more clearly pedophilia i think mostly in romans the general understanding is he was talking about orgies okay um well in that there's case, also fuck him for that <laughs> there's also an um an increased cultural um backing of more strict monogamy which was really a lot of what was going into it um marriage obviously in even today in a lot of contexts is still seen as not entirely but significantly part of the system of creating a safe uh environment for raising children and there's a lot of belief that commitment to a partnership is the best thing you can do for that because it's going to be a really long-term commitment raising a child as such mm. i mean i i don't think that all of this was necessarily directly what he was thinking of in depth but that sort of motivation supports a stricter form of monogamy than was common in a lot of uh, basically Hellenistic uh, Gentile areas that the early Christian church was expanding into. Um, as such, there was... In the established Hellenistic culture, there was a lot of just casual gay sex. And... Basically, Paul, who was, reminder, a convert from a much more conservative branch of Judaism and carried forth a lot of those values into the Pauline teachings that you'll see in the New Testament, which I and some other heretics and idiots and good people, basically, um, <laughs> would argue are not really a good expression of Christ's teaching and maybe shouldn't have the importance that they do in Western Christianity. But, uh... Do you think they belong in the canon? 
No. I do not believe the wow. Pauline writings belong in the canon. I believe they are useful as something to study as part of the history. Absolutely. I do not believe that they are something that should be treated as an authority. Good to keep in mind. Um, I actually haven't really thought of it like this before, so I, I appreciate the perspective. Yeah, and of course, I mean, there's always going to be some some level of me having some gut reactions and pushing things, but you know, <laughs> a little bit of personal bias. You I'm say. aware that I am not some ancient sage or something, but uh, and neither was You're Paul. You're a modern sage. Paul was kind of an asshole. Anyway, we're. Oh yeah. But anyway, what else do we have anything else that we would like to mention about trans people being Oh, can I just say uh what a bold move by the Biden administration for the first major act of uh transgender equality legislation being to allow them to join the military. Yeah. Wow. Great job, guys. We really do know that you are on our side. We that This really confirms in all of our minds what we already knew, which is that, no, Kamala Harris, you did not put trans women into men's Absolutely prisons. Not. That was a lie. Yeah, no, she totally didn't do that. Completely made up. Completely fake. Just like how she didn't completely actively, personally worked to support the continuation of slavery as a practice in the United States through prison labor. Um... No, 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 of course not. She's, she's, she's not even a, a, a white woman. She couldn't possibly be doing something that would hurt people of, of color. Anyway. No. Yeah. Jesus Christ. No, there's no such thing. In fact, I, this is historically the case. There is no such thing as a person who is a member of a marginalized group uh, working in opposition to the interests of the marginalized group or groups that they belong to. That has never happened before. It never happens. We fooled you. <laughs> it was a lie. Oh, Riker, you dreamboat. <laughs> what, Riker's Island? No, no, uh, from Star Trek Next Generation. Uh, th there is a, a, a show with just assorted random bits of some fiction some fairly purely fictional stories and some based on reality that he hosted and there's obviously not the character but the actor um there was a a whole running bit of him saying we fooled you because you would have the audience guess whether it was based on a real story or not uh anyway yes you know <laughs> I did. I do know the clips, but I did not know where it was Indeed. from because I am an uncultured swine, as uh, Mr. Potato Head from Toy Story would call me. Mmm, potatoes and pig meat. <laughs> uh, uh, what's wrong with you? I am. I am always not hungry. vegan, apparently, but neither am uh, I. I, I actually, and I'm not vegan, but I do try to eat very little meat so it's something well you can pat yourself on the back for that you're so virtuous i want Thank to make it clear it's not this. because i'm <laughs> virtuous it is because i am a bottom so i want to be clear oh. that this is motivated by homosexuality 
<laughs> okay, okay. And of course, by homosexuality, you mean in the general sense. Uh, by my personal desire to engage in homosexual acts. In a... Well, yes. Fornication. Oh, uh, disgusting. Uh, absolutely atrocious. <laughs> could I... Oh, I can't believe I'm making a podcast with, with a, a sex fornicator. Haver. <laughs> sex haver two thousand is is that your new Twitter handle? Oh. <laughs> See, oh, well, she appreciates, well, they appreciate your funds for the purpose of breaking my neck. Serena actually is going to kill me with words alone by the end of this episode. I'm being a little too rude today. No, no, never. This is blessed. This is wonderful. Um, You're a fan? Yes. Abraid me. We'll keep it going in that case. Abraid me. Also, a little... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Although I'm not allowed to say that because we're on a podcast. So it's... Everyone knows it's rhetorical. (laughs) But anyway. um, I see that our... Our uh, compatriot... Mr. I uh, will not say he who shall not be named his uh, his little icon is green right now Ooh. so perhaps he is getting ready to join. One way to find call. out one way to find out um, what is the way to find uh, out? W- wait actually that's the way to find out That that is that's the way that I was expecting that we would say uh let's see what do we have next uh, uh <laughs> let's see let's see let's see oh yeah uh that anal stab wound album i mean maybe we should wait for him to join to talk about definitely, it but definitely. man we'll yeah let's wound. let's save that one for later uh, we could even I, cut that out if you want or not whatever you I, I only briefly visited it so i would love to hear more of the brief conversation you all had about it last night yeah yeah yeah, yeah. once again uh time has lost all meaning or however i phrased that more pithily earlier uh, since the advent of the plague <laughs> yes yes the advent of the plague of course i think that this this kind of brings to mind a, a brief topic that i could address it's a very it's a very uh kind of a sh- a stark departure from any of the previous topics but i feel like as a theist and being a theist, I think we have to keep in mind that there is kind of a generally accepted strict definition, because theism, a theistic god would be a god, of course, who is a creator. I think that you would have to argue that, right? Not and who created the universe as it is, right? Would you argue I that? I would argue against that, particularly as oh. some kind of <clears throat> Gnostic. <clears throat> Sorry. Yes, yes. Uh, mm, that's a whole so you would time. not necessarily agree. I would not necessarily. So you could be a theist who is not even in really any sort of agreement with kind of the traditional idea of a theistic god. Um. Okay, so the, the very common Gnostic perspective on that particular element of things—that is the element of creation is some variation on um 
Mm. And, and there really are a lot of variations. Gnosticism is a huge fucking umbrella. Uh, actually, often it's a not fucking umbrella. There are, in fact, people who do not fuck. Anyway, um, <laughs> there is... I am going to break your neck. Wonderful news. Send funds to dollar sign linear momentum on cash app so that i can break my co-host's neck yes it's all i've ever wanted do it for me uh go you need i already said this earlier but i'm going to say it again for uh for the record <laughs> you need to spend some time in the horny jail today because <laughs> you're really really getting out of it <laughs> um hi uh <laughs> Where was I? Oh, yes. The the flawed nature of the material. Uh, covering all the variations would be moderately harsh, but basically the consensus is that there is something wrong with material, quote, reality, that it is divorced from the proper and higher reality You'll notice this isn't entirely different from orthodox positions. Um, mm. As you refer to the celestial body, uh, that. And the relationship between these figures varies depending on who you listen to, but uh, there is a higher god, and. who is the truly divine, etc. And there is a demiurge. Demiurgos. We're back to our Greek lessons from the name of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> um, does that mean we symbolically need to end it right there? Anyway, uh, who is no. responsible for the actual material creation, which may be inept, may be, um, in fact, malicious as an attack on the high god, etc., um so the general consensus and of course they're outliers is material reality is an illusion and a harmful illusion and not a deliberate work of the high god wow yeah, big times. Wow. And would you say that that is the position that you take? Um, that is where I was at one point. I think I've gotten to a more unfortunately esoteric and inaccessible <laughs> and generally irritating in the ways that you would expect me to be. Um, yes. <laughs> position on the subject uh and that's great to hear <laughs> this may change with time of course uh we won't talk about time and whether it exists anyway uh oh uh, yeah who's to say <laughs> when you start talking about Ooh. nature of reality you are shooting yourself in the you're losing in, in the all brain. of your audience um anyway uh <laughs> At least three quarters of the listeners have stopped by now because of this this tangent. The brokenness of the quote existence of the material 
while on some level lamentable, painful, harmful, is a necessary part of the divinity of the divine. Through okay. opposition to mm -hmm. unity, um, that is, that the divine has been fractured and partially embedded within the material matrix, which gets us some lovely bits in the Zohar about uh, cracked ceramic vessels. I completely forgot the word ceramic there. Um, here, here. Let me let me stop you right there and just tell you that I think that you need to use shorter sentences <laughs> and shorter words, <laughs> if at all possible, because I am mostly lost. Basically, the idea is bad things are part of the whole. That. Mm. There is no full divinity that is not cracked, that is not marred, and that is not made more complex. The flaws are part of what create the experience and the act of divinity itself. Now that actually does make sense. I, I do. I really wonderful. do like that. Wonderful. Yes, I like that. I, it's a. It's. I think it's a really. It's a very. Kind of anti. I don't, anti establishment sounds like politicky, which is not what I mean. But mm -hmm. like, I feel like it's a. It's a position that is very much in opposition to kind of the the general social perspective or the general perspective that is in our society i don't have to use all these stupid words all the time i would say that it's a position uh, like that's I'm... beyond good and evil but i would not want to be accused of quoting nietzsche <laughs> you would not you would not i i do i have read a little of of, of his work and he's not near as bad as a lot of people say i would say, i would argue yeah definitely but uh it's also been a little while, so I don't know if I can really give any sort of proper defense for them. Um, I'm not planning on it's, it. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where the fan base is the worst part. I was running through some classic band examples, and I re remembered that, you know, Pantera, human beings, not great. Tool, human beings, not great. Slate, oh no. <laughs> anyway, you get the idea. <laughs> the fan base is oh, worse than the... Uh, artist in this case that's the case in in a lot of cases i feel like that's uh that's the case with hamilton just kidding i'm totally kidding on that one although the fan base is annoying yes i will say that <laughs> but i also think that the art itself is uh is is poor i've never <laughs> actually consumed it the idea seems moderately atrocious but intriguing in a sort of avant-garde way uh... it is insanely liberal well of course it is almost what i would consider to be the 
perfect artistic embodiment of <laughs> liberalism in America. See, that's that's high art. <laughs> that's a good point. Actually. Remind, again, that <laughs> the flawed and broken is a necessary part of the divine. Um, yes, which is why I will not stop listening to Death Spell Omega. <laughs> Speaking of pure examples of liberalism, uh, the guitarist from that band, the, the main member of that band is certainly a liberal. Uh, if you read the lyrics on the the furnaces thing, I'm mm-hmm. sure it has a title. They are painful, centrist. Uh, I believe at some point I used the term uh, um, I've forgotten the term I used but extremely centrist hardcore centrist radical centrist there we go Uh, perspective on everything in which things that are viewed as extremist are treated as inherently negative it is just a rant against quote extremism which, of course, is anything that changes the status quo, as centrism is something that is motivated entirely by being comfortable with the status quo, since there's nothing right. not extreme about capitalism. It just happens to be what's <laughs> in place. So it seems now like the also, center from here. I don't remember... I, I only remember Miko's name, Miko Aspa, but I don't remember the other guy's name. Hasyal. But I will admit, it is... Hasyar, right. yeah, that's Where is right. It? Is it? I, I guess it would be with a with a Y sound, I right? Assume so. It looks like it. It looks like. Jamaican I would say. Or something. This may be a bit of a hot take, but I don't think he's doing a very good job at being a radical centrist by being in a band with a Nazi pedophile. Absolutely. Because Miko Aspa is not an example of someone who eschews extremes um and I, I will say that his take on this in interviews is that apparently there have been explicit communists in the band as well of course Despel's tendency toward relative anonymity hinders our ability to go ah uh, really and check that yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so his take on radical centrism is to basically or this may be a pathetic and poorly veiled excuse to take the stance that he is using the people he recruits as sort of sock puppets or straw men symbolizing how bad they are um which is certainly a fun avant-garde art perspective um, <laughs> and that again does does lead us to the question of whether our chosen moral purity is more or less important than seeking somehow meaningful and fascinating art. Um, Miko Aspa, of course, yeah. would argue that art is more important than perceived moral purity, which is why he likes to think and talk and make pornography magazines about fucking little girls because it's uh, art or something 
Yeah, real, real, uh, real high art there you're making there, buddy. Nice, nice work. I mean, it, certainly, it wasn't the worst arguments I've ever seen for <laughs> people's life decisions, but they, I've seen some really bad I think arguments any... for people's poor life decisions. So. Yeah, I feel like it's the sort of situation where if you are making that type of art, th that essentially it completely removes you from anyone really giving a damn about your defense for it a like, challenger approaches oh we have a guest <laughs> all right everyone we have just added our lovely guest uh jj polachek also known mm -hmm. as shiv from necrothe and seven horns seven eyes and a bunch of other obnoxiously heavy bands fantastic might and obnoxious of activity and inactivity i should point out so like i'm not pretending to be some like Us moment. prolific like grinding all the time guy it's not really happening hey i have not put out an album since 2018 and it is that's now 2021 like, so that's kind of norm like i wouldn't expect many yeah artists who have put an album in out in 2018 to have something out by now like i i'm not like i don't like look down upon their work ethic or whatever because i you know like i feel like a normal album cycle yeah. is four years but really it's however long you want <laughs> so you know yeah uh sure yeah i actually have I'm sitting on a full-length album, but it's it barely counts because it is not it's it's not mixed or mastered. It's phone audio, and I'm not going to do anything else to it. But it yeah. is uh, well, my piano thing, project. You could, you could do something uh, with that. You'd have to find someone who's very yeah. clever with uh, mixing and engineering. But I would say that's not, like, something you have to keep to yourself. Anyway, continue. And it's not necessarily in the spirit of the form. I would say that's true. Um, I'm not really in the business of making any sort of serious music yet. <laughs> I'm kind of I mean, busy with other that's things. Like, that's a pretty... Like, there's not really a fine... Like a, it, it's not a binary thing. It's a very amorphous, like... You kind of yeah. just, you know most people i know kind of just like uh, coast in between projects and get a little bit done here and mm -hmm. there between each one like i don't really know anyone who just like dives into one thing and gets it all done you know people might say they do for sure but that's just easier to explain for a bajillionth time in an interview you know <laughs> yeah you know what i would argue i i wonder if perhaps uh, an album that we were discussing recently might be a, an interesting departure from that norm, the Anal Stab Wound album. I, I don't know how long that uh, that guy was working on it, but it seemed like he pretty much just dove right into it and just Apparently, made an insanely good album. See, I have only recently become friends with this fellow. Um, uh, I guess we could just call him Nick. Um, is that... I, cause Nick, I, yeah sure i'm seeing a lot of like 
vertical lines in my head when I think of his name, but I can't put it all together right now. Anyway, um, Nikhil yeah. or something. Okay, yeah. Nikhil Talwakar. Looking that up for me, or at least knowing it from memory, which is even more impressive. But anyway, um, where is he from? Is, um, I forget because I've only known this. I've only known this. Uh, I don't remember this fellow uh, for like a couple months because we were working on this Discord cover together, and kid is sharp as a razor like totally clever like keeps up with everyone's humor isn't obnoxious isn't overbearing at all very like this kid has a brain so am i correct in understanding he is in fact 15 as far as i know uh, you know that's what i have been told yeah i mean i'm a huge blood ass nord (laughs) fan so Uh, there's certainly a history um, there wait did blue house nord start making albums when they were well, 15? i think of like decapitated but yeah 14, I think well i guess that's my death metal innate draw bias yeah bias draw to the, the heavy chunk but anyway um that's not what we're talking yeah. about what we're talking sure. about is um Nikhil, however you pronounce his name um uh, told me that he uh, tracked and wrote everything on that album himself. Like, it's a solo album, basically, just with, like, guest musicians to do the video stuff. I, you know, like, it, like it's one of those that's, things that it, it doesn't seem to really have any hard, fast definitions, because it's a solo project, you know? So, but mm-hmm. extremely impressive. Like, I don't know. Like, I, granted, I, like, have been into music that sounds like what he was writing since I was also his age. Like, that's the kind of stuff, stuff structurally I was listening to was this, like, stuff that was, like, accessible for the mosh, you know, because I was listening to a lot of, like, weird Christian metalcore but also very weird and technical <laughs> in a lot of, like, subtle ways, you know, not obvious ways, not sh- shreddy show-off ways, but just, like, how Living Sacrifice have has a lot of weird shit going on underneath the surface and blah, blah, blah. Um, anyway. Which is a massively underrated Well, yeah, it's that. my favorite way to go about it, but I see that in what he's yeah. doing. And so it's like, okay, like, that is definitely something that, like, I missed hearing from younger artists in metal is the the sense of just like okay yeah like it might be weird to do this idea for seven minutes but like no one's telling me not to you know (laughs) so and that's the (laughs) approach that a lot of the bands that influenced me when I was younger when I was first seeing like bands like Zayo, Norma Jean, like Norma Jean has a 15 minute song in the middle of their, you know, their real debut album. Um, yeah. Yes, and yeah. man, is it good! I don't know anyone I who doesn't like so it, much. and I don't know anyone who do- if it if they don't like like the people I know who like it specifically like it because of the decisions they made that would have been seen as uh, inaccessible. You know, by someone who was like, 
there's in a something position. really special about yeah. doing something like that. And that was very influential on me. That was had a that kind of stuff had a big impact on me at that age. So it's cool to see that, like to know that, like okay, yeah, like we've kind of seen a drought in like weird popular music, like you know. Um, there's like if you go back and listen to like old suicide silence that's a riff salad that shit's weird like i was listening to old job for a cowboy today because it just came up on shuffle and i was like yeah there's really no rhyme or reason to where this song goes but it totally clicks but it like i can see why some old dude would be like this is dog shit you know but i listen to it and i'm like no it's because it's like fun it's like an adventure you know you don't know where and that totally appeals to a youthful mind but i felt like that kind of went away for a while while kids were trying really hard to impress like the old guard with in hardcore and metal you know like all the hardcore yeah. kids especially they gave up the tough guy stuff and everything became earnest like crew neck like earth tone bullshit <laughs> like no more barrier dead no more throwdown style stuff victory records was no longer like a place where like actual legit hardcore bands went now it was only associated with blah 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 you know and so kids became obsessed with impressing the old people and because of that we got a lot of very safe songwriting it's not to say we didn't get good stuff i think we got a lot of great albums out of that period but i think we've had a long stretch safe is safe yeah we've had a long stretch of young bands just playing it very close to the chest you know or i don't know i'm probably not using that phrase correctly but what i'm saying is like being incredibly careful and calculated when then you listen to bands that like in your mind you don't associate with being experimental or weird but if you listen to it in comparison to day it's just weird structurally like people don't think of at the gates as an experimental band but listen to old at the gates and it's like what the fuck is this yeah it's actually worth (laughs) we don't have to to get into that like that's an exhausting (laughs) but you see what i'm saying (laughs) you know and like and i don't know what like there's probably some very nuanced like anthropological discussion that someone way more qualified than me can have over that but what i just see is like i saw a lot of um wasted youth is what i saw it as because like i don't think it's any less valid than the stuff my generation was doing but i just kind of grieve for them in the sense that i feel like they're holding them they're being held back by whatever influences to impress people like me and it's like no the entire reason i got into this stuff was because people were saying i don't give a shit about what slayer thought was cool i'm gonna like do a weird jazz break and do weird continue to growl over it and then do a sample from a video game and then have a breakdown and then like not ever stay in one time <laughs> I'm just describing into the moat but they had a they were a big influence on me and yeah. you see what I'm saying though like so it is the the mythical beast of rebellion here that we're actually going for yes and you, you're not wrong that wasn't exactly what I was thinking but yeah 
Um, <laughs> but also, I would say that, like, all this to come back to what we were initially talking about, which is um, our friend Nikhil and his project Anal Stab Wound, and how cool it is to just listen to these songs, and it's like, yeah, there's there is genuine substance here, but there's also, like, some weird stuff that other that other lazier more bands that are just doing it for you know because like it's a meme to them or whatever like you know they wouldn't do but like he put mm. in the effort and it's like that's what's cool to me it's like because it's there it's just i think i like to hope that a band like defeated sanity like becoming as insanely popular as they are has kind of been an influence on mm-hmm. you know that generation of kids who are getting into brutal shit and like saying that like look you can do stuff that is just legitimately fucking crazy like it's okay <laughs> you know absolutely just do it really good that's all i gotta do I, that's all i gotta do you know that's yeah. the only rule is just do it good like if that's all i care about anymore that's why i've been getting so into cephalic carnage because <laughs> i realized that's what they did you know they didn't really follow yeah. any rules but they just dove 100 percent into everything that's why it works you know I actually still have yet to really dive into them, it's but I'm planning on getting into them pretty soon. Because you can bounce all over and, like, never really get bored, because, like, they're all... Every era of them has a different goal, and that's what I like in uh, a, a band. <laughs> God, what a... Yeah, it was Xenosapien. That was the Cephalic Carnage album. Yeah, that one? Yeah, that one is great. For reasons that are different it's, from the reason that the very first album is great, you know. Yeah. But like, you know, I and I do remember being really excited with how off the wall they were and what the fuck they were doing. I mean, I was, I guess, still a teenager when that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I mean, for me, uh, <laughs> or what were you gonna say? Oh, uh, just. I had just another moment of feeling old. (laughs) (laughs) But um, what I was going to say is, for me, like, I kind of took them for granted for a while. I loved them, and I saw them a a couple times, you know, and I followed them. But, like, that, like I said, the music of my time was that all of these bands were doing weird, risky shit. Because, and we know the real reason why now. It's because every the economy was just better then so labels were taking more right. risks and putting more actual money into these fucking bands and it's it's easier to when you are in a less less of a desperate yeah desperate position of as an artist it is easier to indulge in that sort of wildness a lot of the time it, it, it's it's easier to give yourself the space I mean, materialize, materially as well as emotionally. Absolutely. To go into something. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I'm it's, sure. You're absolutely right. That has a lot to do with it as well. You know, so it's like, that's like, I'm not, which is all for me, you know, all to say that, like, I'm not trying to be like kids these days or just worse, you know, because it's like, absolutely. I just think, I just, that's why I say I grieve for them because it's like, man, like, because they've got my generation and we're like, we learned we went straight to the nuclear option with talking shit when we were growing up you know we didn't go through any like (laughs) 
slow growth phases of like this to the like because we got the internet and then we just went straight to fucking rotten.com and we had nothing else you know and it's not like <laughs> it's not like you know and everyone went through this evidently so it's not like it was like just something the weird kids In one did, you know like this was something like the only thing that was different about the weird kids was that they were the ones who ended up you know, working for Rotten.com or whatever, you know. <laughs> like, I don't know why you would want to say. Actually, <laughs> right, more right. realistically, they would just, like, fucking hire some guy they got from, like, Monster.com. <laughs> Knowing the way things really go in those worlds. It is kind of surreal to remember that, like, everyone in in one of my classes in high school, and I am showing my exact age, for those who are familiar could make jokes about or reference the uh, Salad Fingers animation, yeah. which is in no way a reasonable thing to be well, a shared memory of a generation. I mean, you... <laughs> I actually know that somehow, even though it... That like, stands I, on when its did that, own. That came out that's relatively recently, didn't it? Oh no, that was when I was in high school. Did you actually wow. watch it? Mm-hmm. Maybe I was just on the internet too early. Probably. <laughs> is 12 too early that's to be extremely normal. online i mean that's about normal i was i mean i was going on like garfield.com and like godzilla fan art websites when i was like 10 9 but like in terms of real internet yeah 12 13 is about it for everyone i know i uh i got my first online boyfriend when i was 14 yeah so about the same for me i feel like that seems solid internet there was a girl who (laughs) it's so funny to remember this but like i used to be i used to be really into uh, pc minecraft and i used to get on all these servers and i would be on the team speak with all of them yeah yeah well actually you have to it's like 26 bucks for a subscription okay i haven't heard of that but i don't care i know nothing yeah (laughs) but the 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 point of it is that I there was a girl who was like, I want you to you know uh, trigger alert, but like I want you to be my boyfriend or whatever. But you can like bleep that out in post or something just to be funny. Yeah, it, it is <laughs> clearly an expletive. <laughs> yeah, and and I was like, well, let's talk about this. Like even back then, I was such a nerd. I was like, why don't we talk this out? You know, let's get to know each other a little bit. And she was just like. No, no, that's okay. Uh, like you're, you're pretty cute. And I was like, uh, it, it so was wait, very interesting. It was so funny. Like I was so weird. I've always been that's, weird. You, you ruined it for yourself. Oh, huh? uh, I, I did. mean that's the real. Yeah, I definitely thing. did. And the, the worst part about that is, it's not the movie, so it is in no way salvageable ever. <laughs> yeah. No, but she also was like a. At, like, the same age as me, a.k.a., like, uh-huh. 14 to 15, and she probably lived, like, you know, well, yeah, anything, in a different time zone, yeah, and I was... Anything happens in that realm of time. <laughs> it was not happening. It was not happening, concerned. I swear. It's anything goes in that era of life, because it's, like, it's stupid no matter yeah. what it is. Like, no decision you make at that stage of life is gonna be, like... It's gonna be stupid. Why is impressive beyond you... your years? It's not gonna happen, so just fucking... I don't care. Just, like, don't... Don't, like, be Kyle it, Rittenhouse. You're going to learn from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm sure. getting at. 
everyone everyone knows yeah. what I'm getting. For sure. Um, but yeah. yeah. Actually, now that sounds like I'm dog whistling, but I wish I was because I can't think of anything cool that I would be. Fuck. Because you can't think of what you would actually be dog wrestling at. Fuck, I totally forgot I had this platform to do that with if I wanted. I didn't line anything up, so I got nothing. To do horrifying things. I don't have any dog whistles. I'm going to actually dog whistle to all of the, to all of the, oh, what the fuck is that guy's name? The guy that does Bestia Arcana and Achilles and Nightbringer. Nos Alchemath, except he has a real name. Nos Alchemath. It's Kyle. Kyle, yes. S- he is a Kyle. Kyle something. It's a very funny normal name. <laughs> Did you know that I I actually played a fest with Nightbringer once? So you could say that I have in fact seen. You're a Nazi. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's, hey, that's yes. that gives us a couple. It's like a thirty more minutes of arguing if we want to do that. So, yeah, that's content. <laughs> but um. So yeah, we can grow with that. Hey, I'll be the not. I mean, I'll say I was there too. Fuck. Were you? You yeah. were also on your way God. to kill Nas Alchemist. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I was actually an edgy kid in a a non as N O N the Boyd Rice project. Oh yeah, I, was, I remember that. I was wearing a Boyd Rice T-shirt with a wolf hook on it to a fest, which. We did not realize until we showed up was full of Nazis. Mm, um, careful what you wish not. for, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to make an absolute statement as to whether Kyle is a Nazi, <laughs> but that was his local scene that he was playing. Um, well, whatever. Look, I'm not here. I'm not here to uh, dispute, you know claims from someone yeah who was somewhere where i wasn't with them sorry i'm being distracted by this beautiful 4k sure i was supposed to have on in the background to be therapeutic but it's like it's like these gorgeous candies jj were you really a christian um actually no, <laughs> yeah. I, had, uh, I was a calvinist which is actually not the correct doctrine the correct you were faking right free will known as the Armin whole time Martin. uh the free will, because actually Christ is loving. Uh, he would never, because he love. He's, he would never do that. He wouldn't do that. <laughs> Wait, JJ, JJ, talk to me about the conflict between the Fucking, sovereignty of man uh, and the will okay, of God. Okay, so there's five pillars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I had a Reformation study Bible somewhere. I probably threw it away and didn't. I don't know, it's probably sitting somewhere that doesn't matter, but um, yeah, I was deep into the R.C. Okay, Sproul. I already discussed whether... Uh, not R.C. Well, yeah, actually, that was R.C. Sproul, but also fucking Spurgeon. I loved me some Spurgeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Sproul and Spurgeon were two of my two of my big, big influences as, like, a, you know... Like they make you feel very theologian. smart because it's super accessible, but it's like, um, I'm trying to think of a good, like, uh, metaphorical example, like, to compare them to. Like, makes me think of, like, uh... They're like Despel Omega. <laughs> kind of, maybe? Well, no. Despel <laughs> Omega... I don't think so. Because Despel Omega is undeniably well, good. Well, like, whatever. We Damn. can... Because that's, like, weak. 
But what I'm saying is, like, it's one of those things where it's like a... It's like a fucking, um... What's his name? Uh... Tenet. He just did Tenet and didn't work out for him. His movies. Christopher Nolan. It's like a Christopher Nolan movie. Oh. Where it's like, it's very competently executed. Like, their shit, if you read it, you're like, wow, this, I can read this and I get it. But it's like, really, like, it feels technical. (laughs) Because it's like, yeah, it, it is technical in a way, but it's wrong. So it's stupid. (laughs) <laughs> I, I love that i love that description that's it, it's like the it's like um it's like the fact that you can be a very technically skilled musician but if you just write shit that's bad it doesn't yeah, ma- like arch spire whatever. okay that's, maybe i'm okay, being a little bit too like, that's like rude here yeah because we're talking it about things that you can actually like. i'm sorry you can so, debate this stuff so, and like you know <laughs> some something objective like brain gel for, mm. for example yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like origin no i i would not put origin in that category origin. i'm yeah. kidding we all do i think there i i was thinking I today so. absolutely you know, and i i hate to pivot too hard but i was thinking today about how Jason Kaiser is one of the most articulate uh, frontmen in terms of like in between song banter. Cause I don't know if you've ever got a chance to see them live with him on vocals, but he nope. just knows exactly what words to say to go from one song to the next. With the he gives it breathing room, and then he ramps it up into the next one, and it never sounds rehearsed. Even though I know he's like, it's it makes me think of those cartoons where like they're on the train track and they're laying the tracks in front of them as the train goes. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what I see <laughs> when I see him talk. It's a mate. Like it's incredibly underrated. I never see anyone talk about this, but I've seen him a couple times, and obviously I've seen a lot of other fucking bands. <laughs> so I have a pretty large uh, sample size to draw from, and like. I am honestly terrible at that. It's Disclaimer. hard. <laughs> I really admire well, yeah, people because who can make it work without looking like I think idiots. it's fun if I have a chance to actually be, like, a dickhead without, like... I hated it in Ovid's because I always had to plug merch. I had to plug the album. I had to say something, mm-hmm. you know? And then by the time I started doing Necrothe, I was like, I just don't want to fucking say anything. Like, I just want to drink yep. water and beer in between songs and then go to the next one. Like... <laughs> Fucking epic. But, but, yeah, yeah, I know. It's the thing is though, it does help. (laughs) Um, Beer actually. No, no, I'm sure it does. Beer legitimately helps. I don't know about other people, but for me, it helps. Um, I remember a while back you were telling me that the uh, the best way to get a good guttural tone is uh, Coke and pizza. Yeah, which I completely found out on accident when I was recording Monotheus vocals, and I was like, because it was (laughs) just like we just took a break for lunch, and. Mike made hmm. some comments about like, yeah, the pizza grease is gonna be really good for your vocals, and I was like, I don't know, I, that, I was like, that sounds fake, you know. And then we did it, and sure enough, <laughs> I was like, holy fuck, I feel like completely rejuvenated <laughs> from pizza and there, coke there, or whatever. Yeah, one hundred percent. Really, 
a collection of different foods and drinks for different vocal yeah, styles. Which is why I'm very opposed <laughs> to these like hyper like very self congratulatory approaches to vocals where it's like this is the te- this is this technique. It's like God <laughs> No, that's not... Shout out CJ McCreary. Yeah, whatever, but, like, it's like, no, the reason anyone did this in the first place was not because they wanted to stick within, like, confined guidelines. It was the opposite of that, you know? It was because they wanted to break free from what other music was doing and do this stuff. It's because I wanted to almost vomit 20 times during this Yeah, okay, or that. You know, whatever. That's that can be how you cop out and go sober. Fucking, actually, no. You don't do that. Oh no, no, no! I'm not talking about alcohol. I'm talking about the vocals. Oh yeah, themselves. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was gonna say. Um, it's uh, I was getting to some nexus point. Oh, I was talking about Jason from Origin originally. We were talking right. about. Which the was, art of, of course, banter. rooted in the theologians. Well, yes. it is in a way. <laughs> it does, like, this stuff does connect back. I try, I try to keep a through line as much as I can. I learned from too many, uh, part, like, really mediocre conversations at parties that, like, all right, I've got to, i got to know where I'm going with this shit. Um, but anyway, uh... <laughs> I do need a, sw- a, a swig, though. Like, so, so I'm talking about... Word. Fucking A. Okay, whatever. Anyway, um... Okay. What I was gonna say is... The... The art... Of, uh... Well, we were talking about, um these theologians and how they like use very mm. competent language to cover incredibly simple and easily uh, disputed concepts and yeah. that's kind of what I'd rather talk about than <laughs> when it's all about the delivery yeah because there's a lot to that I think um, well okay I have my all my experience in like learning the art of that of how to take something very plain and spin it in a way that lands with your uh, target your intended audience whatever mm-hmm. I got all my knowledge from watching very very talented speakers in church like incredibly impressive public speakers in uh, mainly protestant churches um and I don't know I feel like that's most people most of our experience right I do feel like um some of some of the ways in which I was always, or not always, but perhaps for a long time, sort of disenchanted with that um, was a lot of my childhood, the person delivering really good sermons, um, which I will say were actually really well researched and thought out, thankfully, uh, yeah. was my mother, okay. That's who I got to see being a human being. 
who struggled and was in Very pain relatable. on the other side of the sermon. You have uh, differences to my situation, but s- similar description in that, obviously, you know, uh, my father was, well, he's an ordained pastor, um, went to seminary and all that, but all, you know, mainly worked. My mom went to divinity yeah, school. which is, to <laughs> me, that that word is just very, like, banal now, you know, because I heard it so many times growing up, yeah. you know, divinity sure, school, sure. all my friends, all my theolo- theology you know, arrogant theology friends talked about going to divinity school. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's great for you guys. I want to do death metal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I want to do Zayo too. Yeah. Kind actually. Yeah. At that stage in my life, that was mainly my goal. You know, um, I, I was like, what? 16, 17. I didn't fucking know. I didn't know Jack. I didn't know Jack Dick about myself. (laughs) I didn't even Jack my dick. I didn't let myself. (laughs) I was ashamed. Because you were too pure. Well, no, I was. Too divine. No, no, no. I knew because I knew I wasn't, but I was trying to. But I I knew I never would be, but I was trying. It was important that I tried. Yeah. That's exactly where I was at your that time state too. As That's exactly my experience. So, you know, the perpetual cycle of like excuses and then like resolve <laughs> that you know, whatever. Um God, what a stupid time on in like every from every angle. Yeah. Um <laughs> for me at least. Other people had more serious situations than me, but for me I look back and I'm just like God. Like, so much about this was just stupid to observe. Um, yeah, what were we talking about? Oh, church. Public well, speakers yeah, in church. Well, yeah, because I, you saw the both sides of it from your mother, you said. And mm. for me, it was my father. Well, both my parents worked together in the church. Like, my mom was unpaid, of course, because, you know. You do, of course. You don't. Because women. Why you would know, you pay? Yep. The woman. Why would you pay a woman? <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was definitely a problem my mother had for a long time. Mm. Was dealing with opposition to her. Yeah, that's. Ev- it's a like, people will talk to you if you're an outsider, and they will put on this big song and dance about how that's a fringe. That's not everyone. Oh my gosh. Those people, those people are in the past. They're all, they're just the weirdos in the South. It's fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. It Every is everywhere. Single it, it definitely fucking is church, everywhere. There's a bunch of assholes who are like, eh, I don't like this newfangled. I, I don't give in. It's like that Demon Hunter song where I listen to, I listened to the triptych the other day when I was really high and driving somewhere. <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, but like, uh, so I was we thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I guess. What? Who yeah. cares? Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, like that's what it is. You know, it's that like, it's these people who like, it's they always think they're the cool. Like I'm going against the the trends and the the world, going against the flow, mm. going against the world. We are not of this world. And then they play that skill. It, and yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, and. You know, it's that same shit 
and um, you uh, apply it. Fuck, sorry, I lost myself again. You you don't want dead air in this shit. Well, you're in well, Florida. I, also, I'm a, well, I'm a beer deep on an empty stomach, but it's like an eight percenter, so whatever. Also, I've been smoking. Um, Anyway. What you drinking? It's Princess Swish? Space Dust IPA. Because they just got Even them. better. They oh. got them over at the fucking 7-Eleven. So bye-bye. Fair enough. My opinion <laughs> is uh, if you drink IPAs and you're over the age of 18 years old, uh, you can fucking suck my dick. Just kidding. <laughs> my opinion <I> is... <sighs> I like how they taste. So that means which is they're good. Valid. It is valid. Like that is the actual correct opinion. <laughs> is fuck elitism. No. Just drink the shit you like. But like most people are paying attention to me here, mm. <laughs> as no. they should be. I was actually. Yeah, that of sounds course. like I'm like. Who's com- the public figure here? <laughs> it sounds like I'm comparing our audience, suppose, but I'm trying to do the whole like I am the protagonist of reality bit. But like. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, you understand context. art and yeah, the world. That's the thing. Does anyone <laughs> even know that? Like, they haven't heard that enough times repeated to know what it means. I don't know. Who cares? I'm thinking too much about this. Um, <laughs> but oh yeah, I don't know. Um, growing up in the church sure taught me how to be really good at being a sociopath. Um, yes. yes. That's. I think that was the ultimate point I was getting at is that I learned most of my dishonesty from like the feigned sincerity going on that I yeah. would like witness, and then I realized like, fuck, I know how they did that now. Now, I'll- and I, I do feel like my mother's uh, again uh, to continue going off about my mother is that her tendency to not always put up that front of the right opinions that everyone else has um, was really problematic for her in that context. Yeah. That it, it affects it, the it bottom line. gave her personal opposition. Oh, sorry, repeat what you just said. It, it gave her a lot of personal opposition because I, if it's one of those things when you are in a demographic often that is not comfortably welcome in a situation anything that you do that is not everything that the people around you who have the power whether they realize it or not want out of you anything that you do puts into question your own position within that community and the position of everyone like you in that community. Um, obviously, for my mother being a, a woman who is a pastor, for those of us who are trans existing in a cis world, if... God, all the dumb shit I have to... I mean, I've I've blown off a lot of it because I don't give a fuck at this nice. point. Um, but all the to 
be okay in a social situation in which you do not have the power. You have to suck up to them or they will throw you away. I feel I feel like the whole insincerity that you are referencing within a lot of church culture is just sort of a spin on that is that we are special and separate from everyone else and it has that sort of sense of mild paranoia where everyone has to constantly prove that they are not doing the wrong thing that they are fitting the mores and beliefs of the community Mm -hmm. absolutely you can't admit it while on the one hand you are like verbally accepting the fact that humans are flawed humans tend to sin um on the other hand if you directly admit that you yourself are struggling and not somehow uh Catharos, <laughs> a paragon, um, that you are pushing yourself out of the community by default and risking your own safety because within the church community you have all of your support network, emotionally, materially, culturally, even. It's It's something that seems like it should be healthy and supportive and can, in fact, be the opposite because of how people work, Well, yes. Um, yeah, because I was going to say a, a lot of it is just, you know, more... It's just more power plays, you know, the same as any other place in life. It's mm-hmm. just in a very formal structure but all this to say yeah you're totally right and like what you described might sound very complex it might sound specific but I cannot stress enough how like common that assessment is like or not like common that I've heard it from a lot but like I mean like how many places it applies to you know, it's not of it's not like a fringe. It's not a singular issue. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and you know, it's um, okay. Yes, it ties back to the social structures of capitalism. Blah blah blah. That's all we all know. That you know, yeah, we don't like- need to go into that and. Mary go around with stuff. Everything we've reflects already... everything, just as I reflect the God. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Con- well, I was thinking about my version of that, uh, which is right. everything is connected, just not the way you want it to be. Um, <laughs> I like that. For Damn. everyone. Um, that applies to everyone about everything. Uh, nothing is the way we want, and everything was only ever going to be like this. Um, there was only ever one design perhaps <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry that's true it's that is a th- are you saying that our reality is completely full of intrinsic flaws i'm saying that um well we we can get, yeah we can go into this um i'm what i'm getting at is that um 
the concept of alternate outcomes to any given interaction of <laughs> molecules, let's just say. Like, fuck it, let's okay. just go straight straight to the end, you know? Is wishful thinking. <laughs> well, whatever. Um, but, like... Uh, now I lost the beginning of my statement. God. Because of all these clarifications, this is... This is something I gotta work on. Anyway, um, what I'm trying to say is, my take is that, like, the idea that anything, like, it's all, like, a a hypothetical, like, oh, I could have done this, I wish I had done, it's like, no, you were never, ever gonna do anything else. Because in that moment, what you did, you always make the decision that you think is the best one. Now... Your motivations may be in immoral places, and we can talk about morality Mm -hmm. in its own conversation, you know? I don't really want to make any sweeping statements about that and apply them to this, but my point is, if you you do something, it's because you were like, alright, this is the better one than the other things that I could have done you know Mm -hmm. so that could mean a lot of things that could mean for my interest at someone else's expense my expense for someone else's interest and everything in between you know um all that being said that's that that was the only you like that's all we got you know so the idea that like you know like the past is a part of us, blah, 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 and the future is none. It's like the past and the future don't actually exist in any capacity that we can reach in any way. Not through psychedelics, not through a time machine, not through anything. They don't have a material uh, manifestation. They are just ideas that we have. Um... And I don't need to explain all that, because everyone who, you know, I trust everyone here listening right now knows what I mean, and also anyone listening to this after we record it. But what I'm ultimately getting at is that it's like an extreme... (sighs) Alright, nihilism is the more exciting term. Determinist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. determinist in the sense that it's like I don't care whether or not it's like actually like in our minds we perceive everything as happening in real time you know whatever like I'm using real time with air quotes whatever you know what I mean yeah. and we take in in our brains or not our brains but you know what we the gist of our experience is that we have free will it feels like it at least you know, on the most superficial level, you know, exactly. and I, ex- and like, for me, that's like, fine, that's enough. I accept the fact that my perceptions have their own limitations due to my physical makeup, whatever. That's fine. I don't need to get it to establish anything beyond that. Uh, you know, um, but yeah, all that to say, um, Oh, God damn it. I do have a thesis statement for this. I just keep going on these <laughs> tangents and losing myself. Ugh. But, 
the whole gist of it is, it's like, when you think about very boring fun facts about this topic of, like, the topic of, like, time and, like, reaching forward and back, you know, in whatever sense, physically, mm-hmm. spiritually, blah, blah, blah. Um, when you think about the fact that, like, oh, wait, yeah, the Earth orbits the sun, so, like, <laughs> space matters a lot, too. Um, it To me, it's just like, yeah. okay, like, now we've now we've just taken any mystical element out of this. Now it's just down to more fucking math. And it's like, at that point, it's like, okay, now, like, the only place to go from this is this, like, like you said, hard to, tr- where it's like every molecule bounces against the other one and it's going to go where it goes. And it's like, yeah, I know that. But it's like, I can't see where they're going. So I don't really give a shit about having this, like, you know, yeah. fatalistic, like, oh, no, no. For me, it's more about, like, okay. Like, we need to stop thinking about, like, grieving over missed opportunities, over what could have been, you know? Yes. Like, we need to just focus on the inescapable truth that we're stuck in. In There is no cis <laughs> There is only trans <laughs> I mean, that's an... Yeah, that's one example. Yeah. And, you know... I, obviously, it's not a I mean... I, 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 but what I'm getting at is that it's like, the, there's a lot of focus on, like, concepts like shadow work and, like, focusing on your own path and, like, having, like, (laughs) people thinking they have this, like, character arc where it's like, if I do enough therapy and (laughs) spiritual stuff and blah, 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 if I, if I accept enough prescriptions from all the people I know who are very very careful about you know making sure that like doing everything everything they say won't come back to bite them in the ass you know like then I will complete my movie and then I'll get to live my happily ever after you know which is it's the same utopian bullshit as any like I don't need to explain that we all you know, I don't need to make any comparisons there. Everyone listening is smart enough to know. But what I am mm-hmm. getting at is that, you know, it's what that gives you is this very, like, shitty version of the bootstraps kind of thing where it's like, okay, look, this is all wrong. Like, I'm at the point where I'm like, if there are multiple universes, this is one of the ones that's like a shitty version of another one. Like, there's another <laughs> one where, like, things are, like, the good, mo- like, the movie, like, the bookends of any movie, you know, that you see, and, like, that's enough, but, like, ours is, like, the meat of it, where all the, like, drama happens, and there's a lot, you could, there's a lot of philosophy there, I'm not discounting that, there's a lot of good meaning to extract out of that concept, mm-hmm. so I'm not trying to, like, throw that away as, like, you know, having value, but... It does mean everything fucking sucks. So for sure, <laughs> Shiv has the inverted st- the inverted Leibniz stance, and this is the I shittiest guess. of all possible. It, it, like it's like I came up with the very um, I came up with. I feel like fucking Eli Roth saying that. Uh, but I don't know if you remember the press cycle for Green Inferno, but he's like slacktivism. I, I like to call it slacktivism. Fucking guy, I hate that guy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> 
what I'm getting at is like I, I you know just sort of came up with like okay it's sort of like the opposite of Murphy's Law even though it's technically the same thing it's catchier to say it's the opposite Mm. (laughs) which is that the only thing that was ever going to happen is what happened only one thing was ever going to happen and that's what happened it's not anything that can happen will happen it's only one thing can happen and that's what you got and that is the thing that does happen like now so, let me i i really like tell i me. really do like this i was just talking to some folks about this the other day actually but in the context of there actually being a theistic god because i think that regardless of if you have a theistic worldview i don't think that you can really get away from this sort of determinism i i found it really difficult to do so actually um, especially retrospectively, but you can expand I, the scope I, of the conversation by many degrees, and you can yeah. reconcile that. Mm-hmm. I would say, but anyway, continue with what you're saying. I wonder how you are able to reconcile that, and this is a question that I have personally, and that I think that it would be interesting for the audience to hear your take on. How do you reconcile that view, which I think is the like the universally technically correct view like i think that that is actually the way the world is but how do you go about making your case as you like to do for results are all that matters when at the end of the day the results that we have were all the results that we were ever going to have in the first place um gonna answer you very directly uh please i hate obfuscating yes. these days i love to talk in circles but i hate to obfuscate <laughs> So, I'm sorry. That's actually for the worst. But anyway, um, my answer to that is it goes back to the human perception where it's like, either way, all we've got is this linear perception of time and a general sense that, like, we're in, you know, we have free will over our own physical body is whatever whatever you know you can talk about that in its own conversation like you know that's and it's worth talking about but like because of that it's like it just kind of makes it irrelevant <laughs> what you know it's like i can't escape it i can't stop thinking about it but it's not like i got anything out of coming to that conclusion yeah. you know i didn't get any enlightenment sure. at all it just made things more dismal but I will say, in terms of the results thing, it's, you know, it's just like I said, it's like, well, the results thing fits into that in that, like, well, the results we got is that we perceive time linearly, and we have our physical uh, interface with the universe. That's all we got. So, (laughs) you know, using that, my my philosophy is results are the ultimate important thing. Does that yeah. read? Does that make sense? Does that sound coherent? It does. It does. Okay, it cool. does. Is it basically that like you can acknowledge that as far as you can tell, the world works in such a way that you don't really have legitimate impact, but then you also have to recognize that you can't live a life like that. You can't live your life moping around and going, well... Nothing I ever do will ever make any difference, so I'm just going to do nothing for the rest of my life yeah. and not... Either, yeah. You know, is that basically it? Well, also, it's yes and, and the and is that 
Yes, and we, it's not like, well, I'm going, it's like, well, either, like, it's, I don't see it as, like, I am entire, it's, I feel like we, at this stage of humanity, which, my honest opinion, and I don't like it, and I am clawing at anything that will make me change my mind that I can find, but is that we're not going to make it to a next stage of any kind of real evolution. But, that being aside, yep. um, Fuck. If, we, if we were to, you know, supposing we were, I think that this is a transitional version where we have a lot of vestigial instincts that totally made sense and totally still do make sense sometimes, which is why they're still there, because we still get into car accidents, you know, all that shit. Like, we still have idiots... Not idiots. We still have just people who are doing, you know, like, parkour on mountains and shit. Like, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Beautiful, blessed angel. You know what On I'm the s- top of the tallest building. Yeah, whatever. Like, we have that going on. So, we have... And those people survive and have kids. You know, most of the time. <laughs> so they pass on <laughs> their instincts or whatever that, like, keep them alert in those situations. That otherwise don't apply to us, you know? But my point with this is that, like, we are at a place where it's like we can grasp the gist of some stuff enough for it to, like, fuck with all of the other vestigial things I'm talking about. You know, it's a very cause and effect thing that I'm getting at. Like, you know, so it's like, okay, this is the hand we've been dealt... So it's a matter of accepting the vestigial shit that's like, okay, it's there, and I'm not going to ignore it when so- with some, like, self-righteous sense that I'm too good for it. It's like, no, I'm going to feed into my base desires, because, like, fucking it doesn't matter if I do or not. Anyway, you know, like, they don't <laughs> impact anybody at this stage, because I don't make the effort to have them impact anybody else. But anyway, <laughs> what I'm getting at is... Um, it's, it's a choice, kind of. Like, I can only blame myself. I wish I could, like, be like, oh, yeah. cursed me with gout or something. Actually, don't get gout from drinking. Whatever. I'm trying to think remember. of something old-timey. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Dang green. Yeah, the gist is just that, like, all right, whatever. Like, it's, it's, it's complete... It's a lot, like, I can't say it's one philosophy, because it's not, it's like, a, it's cherry-picking a lot of things, because it's me coming to the conclusion. Human beings never, ever, ever coherence. Yeah. The coherence is an illusion. Yeah. Man- okay, yeah, you're, you're correct. That's worth being reminded of. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a very much, like, uh, it's MacGyvering my way through the universe. You know, that's that's yeah. how I would put it. It's, it's I'm not really adhering to anything anymore. <laughs> I, I guess there's the other thing though is that I, I don't like the idea of oh I actually fucking just forgot what you just said, Valerie. But but the idea of like <laughs> that okay that we're never coherent. Well, the the opposite oh, yeah. is also true because there is no ideal like ideal there is no ideal there is only what That's is a good right point. 
Like, we are as coherent as we possibly could be at any time. Yes. I mean... But we, we like to project illusions yeah. of significantly greater coherence than we are in any sense capable yeah. of. Oh, yeah. Because it's comforting. But, but we don't have any real control group, I think, sense. is that's the point you're getting at, right? I would say it's... True. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, contr- what do you mean by okay, control there, group? I just though? mean, like, we... Well, there, there is no coherence. Yeah, we don't have any exactly. neutral anything. <laughs> exactly. There, There is no objectivity. There is... There, yeah. Objectivity is a complete fucking illusion. But, I think that everybody in the world needs to recognize that. I mean, y- yes, and... Yes, but also... Fucking, like... Like, I don't want to burn alive, so, like you know, our best guess is still worth it, you know? <laughs> okay, like, that's okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Because you can, because you can do all of your, you know, you can do all your high, you know, your high level, big brain philosophy shit, but then when it comes down to it, people have fucking material needs. Like, there is an ideal yeah. that is achievable that we can actually achieve, and it's not really worth, well, okay, yes. you know, sitting around and philosophizing. I mean, I don't think, I don't think any shit. one of us is going to disagree with that. When I talk about this stuff, yeah. I talk about it because I no longer have a choice in thinking about this shit. Like, this... I carry mm-hmm. this with me constantly. So... It just, you know, like, yeah, I think about all that stuff, too. It's That's why, like, that stuff is even so important to me, because the more I descend into this pit of, of I don't know what you call it, but, um, <laughs> like, lucidity, uh, uh, an awareness the of my of situation lucidity. in the universe. Band name. Uh, Pitiful city with the new, the new album Advent. Of <laughs> They're gonna be on on uh, Inherited Suffering Records, probably. Yeah, that sounds nice and generic enough. <laughs> and the music will be good, but like everything else will be completely unremarkable. Anyway, um, what I was gonna yes. say is, as I just you know, it's like, um, fuck, what was I getting at? God, you carry it with I you need, constantly. I, yeah, I carry it with me. So it's like. So, it's, you know, and as I learn more, it's like, okay, like, it's even more important that we fix shit and make everything better because, holy fuck, there's no arc, there's no narrative to anything, like, we're not gonna have, like, some, there's no, no one's gonna save the day, like, it's, we've gotta just do the fucking math, and I can't do it, so I've gotta do whatever I can to, like, get the, what I know out to the people who might be able to do the math or whoever knows those people you know <laughs> like you see what yeah. I'm getting at like like it's for me it's like I all I'm thinking about now is like I don't want humanity to burn alive so it's like what decisions do we make to survive hmm. and then then you know, we bust the heads who are making the problems in blah blah blah. <laughs> but until then, we okay, like, Maoist. We like we focus on like okay. This is what, I don't want to be a leader in anything. Like I should make that very clear. I don't have the energy or desire to lead anything. I want to do fucking gutturals on stage until I die. That's all I want to do <laughs> in life. Like I don't I don't know like what. 
ideas <laughs> there might be about my goals in life based off of the persona I exude, which is mostly just for my own very temporary amusement. Um, uh, but, like, my only desire in life is to be eaten. No, is uh, to just fucking make art, like, you know, whatever form. Right now it takes the form of brutal shit because that's all I care about, but that's it. Which is all to say that, like, I realize, hey, I'm not the guy to call the shots on anything. I'm not the guy to, like, make the hard blah, blah, blah. But I do at the very least realize that, like, executive that decisions need to be made because we no longer have the luxury of, like, pontificating <laughs> about if it's going to... Yeah lead to the same America that you wish we had or I don't fucking like and I'm not saying you this is like to the general you of the common you know yes, yes, the common course. gray civilian walking around you know whatever um like you know like who who thinks that, like, it's all just a hypothetical conversation that, like, people who are paid higher than me are having and it doesn't affect me. It's like, no, it affects everybody, and that's what freaks me out. Of, not freaks yeah. me out. Th- yeah. There's no bailing from politics. Yeah, that's not it. anymore. Exactly. Not, f- like, it, there used to be a point them. where it's like you could sit above it all in your but like now it's gonna come for everybody so it's like it really will we have reached the point at which the status quo is no longer tenable no for longer be okay for yeah. it pretty much there is no privileged class at his yeah yes know? and no right and well yeah that and there is i know one. what you're saying you know what she's yeah. saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, do. Yeah. I do. I mean, I know that I can say. I that... mean, it's literally a privileged class, yeah. but no matter how privileged the class, all of us will get fucked by the same yeah. shit if we don't fix yeah, this. Yeah, like, you can't Definitely. buy more oxygen in the universe, in the, in the atmosphere. Yeah. You can't do that. The bourgeois state <laughs> is fundamentally myopic, it is self harmful because they will not survive either. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, to add to that, that's why my approach is generally like, okay, look, let's make decisions based off of, like, like let's make decisions as long-term as we possibly fucking can because, like, we're at a stage where small decisions affect long-term. So that's what I'm thinking about. It's like... That's why I'm thinking about, like, all right, like, let's not worry about, like, if someone as a human being with character is, like, going to be our champion in the public sector, like, or the public discourse sphere, you know? Like, Mm. no. Like, we just need the right fucking stooge to do our bidding, and then... Shut the fuck up, results are all that matter. (laughs) And then... You know, like, that's why my idea is like, okay, yeah, we do need leaders in the sense that we need figureheads just to, like, we need managers, you know, to, like, manage things. Like, the same way any Um, system needs to have some sort of oversight to keep any issues from 
further affecting the whole, you know, holding up the operation, blah, blah, blah. Like, everyone knows where I'm going with this, you know. I'm going to say something um, which is going to sound out of character for a few seconds, so bear with me. um, Stalin, um, early in the process, Stalin was exactly that. He was someone who got the fucking results we needed, even though he was kind of bizarre shitbag and an idiot. Um, the fact that we did not continue to have the right people to get the right results as he continued to be in a position of power meant getting fucked. But at one point in the process, he was a perfect example of getting the results that matter. Okay, I I mean... Very early I'm, I <laughs> kind I think I see what you're getting at, and... Like, what I want to say in response to that is that, like, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you there. Because what I'm trying (laughs) to say is, like, obviously it sounds like I'm talking about a person now. But, like, the goal is for everything to be automated anyway. So, whatever. And we can... That's a fucking cyberpunk-related discussion that we can do another time. And I want to. (laughs) Post-humanism. But that's a lot. That's a lot, and I have a lot it to is. say about that. It's a big topic yeah. to open up at two hours in. Yes. Well, angels you see are in fact God. <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, anyway. We must eminentize the That's eschaton. what we can talk about. But anyway, um, what I'm saying is that, like, yeah, no, I see what you're getting at. And it's like, I'm not, you know, it's like, yeah. And that's why, like... Like, okay, I, my only, and this is an on, like, this is why I keep saying, like, I am not qualified to make big decisions, but, like, fuck, like, I'm at least trying to understand (laughs) shit. Anyway, um, Mm -hmm. but, like, the, the, the gist of what I can see of anything that might be remotely functional is just that make sure that anyone in any position of management has a gun to their head at all times and if they make an honest mistake then we have a conversation about how it happened and if they make a decision that puts their needs over the needs of other people who need more than they do get them out well yeah the obvious like we need people to know that there are no second chances (laughs) Yes, yeah. I don't, I'm with you. I mean, and I like look. That's fucking brutal, you know. And I know that, like, that's extreme in a lot of ways to a lot of people. Okay, that's not something I'm gonna dispute. I'm not pretending that that's some. Nor- but my point is just that, like, but it's, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> like this is why. This ugh, this is why it's one of those things, even though I go back to that, you know, I talk all this shit about coulda, woulda, shoulda, I get so frustrated over the fact that we haven't been focusing on the right technology, because it hasn't been profitable, you know, like, we should have VR shit, like, we should have stuff that answers these questions already, but whatever, whatever. Capitalism is a mistake? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to open that can of worms at this point yeah. in discussion. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, our target demo doesn't need to hear that rant, but... Who is our target demo? 
are friends <laughs> for yeah, now. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, uh, now that we are thoroughly black or at least gray-pilled, I'm sure is that, that what that something. is? Gray-pill? <laughs> never thought about that. Th- th- semi-hopeless. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't I want should. it to be. I tr- look for hope wherever I can find it. That's why art is so important to yeah. me. That's why the freedom to yeah. express yourself in dangerous ways. And I don't mean, like, offense. I mean legitimately, like... Right. Exactly. Transgressive. Well, yeah, transgressive and, like, even the freedom to do dangerous shit physically. <laughs> like, oh, sure. You know... Whatever, yeah, whatever. You know, I think that's important. That's a, I think that's a very key component of humanity. That's like one of the things that I think for me, that's a part of what I'm fighting for. Is like, I want, like, I'm so fucking cold about the logistical stuff because I am try. I must get to the place where people can just be free to be themselves like there is no yeah <laughs> like <laughs> you know like that's the only reality that i want to exist is where people can just explore and and break the boundaries that are around them you know so that means we've got to cut out the fucking bullshit you know which is a very uh reductive way to put it you know on purpose. But, I love it. I think it's very applicable. <laughs> but it's ultimate, like, it's the crude truth of a core of what I'm getting at here, you know. Is it's just like, yeah. it's like, look, I understand, like, I have to cut out the fluff so that I, so that we can have a future that's nothing but fluff. That's what I want. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, at least me but also i'm a fucking art artist type or whatever you want to say i don't know yeah. but oh who knows you're fl- i should i should your fluff some, might be fucking throw some hormones in my body and pass the fuck out for a oh. few hours yeah i actually i need to run pretty soon here too but y'all this has been fantastic okay yeah all right we'll have to we'll have to get deeper into posthumanism yeah soon. we can do all that um well, we can hope be. i'll okay yeah um well, I guess yeah. Let's close it out like a like a show. So someone has to explain who I am mm. and what we've been doing. Uh, I can I can Good do night, it beloved. if you want. Okay, who's so this? Has been who's uh, the real host? This yes, <laughs> uh, my name is uh, Serena Winters, and uh, this has been Catharos Podcast with uh, Valerie and Serena. And I want to go ahead and thank uh, JJ Polachek for joining us is it with an is it like a long o or a short o is it polachek it's Polichek? just yeah it's just polachek polachek okay it's like a fucking regular like no accent american as much as possible cool that, i i do Wonderful it really news. easily okay yeah, thank yeah. you everyone for listening and we will see you when we see you good night, good night thanks